This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history road. Dynamic banter. It's an old audio thing. Tusters, tusters, cream cheese. How to? How about the sound of these? And then you point to boobs. It's an it's an audio thing. It's like you know some people do like count to five. Some people say the quick brown fox stays mainly on the plane. The quick brown fox stays mainly on the plane. Now you're and now you do acting. Tungsten, tungsten, rivers <laughs> of cheese. <laughs> and we know all these things from acting school. Mama's pie consists mostly mm-hmm. of peas. Can I say real quick about shows? Mama's pea pie. Yeah. On the 3rd of November, we're doing Surrounded at the Hollywood Improv Lab. It was so fucking fun last month. You got to come two shows, 7.30 and 9.45. Also, on the 7th, I'm doing Surrounded at the New York Comedy Festival in fucking New York City at The Stand. And tickets for that are available on The Stand's website. And the night before that, on the 6th, why did I do it in this order? It didn't be at Delancey the New York Comedy Festival. But come see those surrounded shows. It's going to be fucking awesome. Mike, can I tell you something, my boy, my friend? This is so weird. Is there an on Did we do that? I uh, forgot my headphones. Oh, now I'm seeing. Sorry about Now I see the confusion. It's so loud. All right, we'll take care of that for you. Really? It's because maybe because I'm not used to these. Bro. It sounds lower to me. Did everybody hear what my shows were? Well, I'll make sure in post they do. I just want to say I'll lower all the levels. I should say them again. You don't have to say them again, you piece of shit. (laughs) Um, How does it sound now? It's fine. Dude, I had several things I wanted to talk to you about today. Me too. Nice. Let's do it at the same time. Okay. One, two, three. I I finally saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it was an absolute. (laughs) I'm noticing something new about the volume now. Oh, my cones detached from my retina. Listen, if we sell that giant microphone, we could get you bionic ears. I'll sell anything I have to to never experience that feeling again. <laughs> we'll take care of that, Mike. The man with the bionic ears. I promise you that, that, that we'll take care of this. Okay, okay great. Um, these, you know, sometimes you get a new pair of cans yeah. over your crumb. And you got to test them. And you got to make sure you're on the air when you test them. And well, you I gotta guess that's make sure true. The I mean, up. yeah, we don't really do that. I guess we should do that. <laughs> Dude, that could be an adjustment that we make to the show to help the show. Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> this, prob- this problem doesn't largely affect the post version of the show. You're right. Like, it's just me right yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm sorry about that. Free. Ooh. I turned it so low. I turned it so low. I feel like our definition, and you could look back eight years of this show, our definitions of too low are different. But I mean, like, to me, it doesn't sound, it sounds like quiet. I wish we could switch headphones. 
Me too. But we can't because these have been in my wife. Mm. Freak. Yeah. Freak show. That's good. Is that good? I don't think any louder for sure. No more. Do, do you want it quieter? I think it's at the absolute cusp what of what it could be. So I went to Magic Mountains Fright Fest, and it was a freak show. I like it. Chris Angel was there. <laughs> Mind freak. Chris Angel freak show. What a freak show. Come see Chris Angel freak show. You'll see him. Oh, let's get some fun. Yeah, let's get the ma- music, the magic. Here, like, let's, let's do this. It should be harder than that. I want a magician, like, royalty-free music. Hell now, demand, like, there's a, you know there's a sound. Oh, here we go. This is it. Dude, you could even do royalty-free Chris Angel, and I bet something uh, You're probably right. Or just royalty-free, like, rock and roll. Royalty-free <laughs> hard rock. This is something <laughs> Dude, do, can we just do an experiment real fast? Yes. Search for royalty-free hard rock. And then play it, and we'll see if it's appropriate for Chris Angel. Okay, but I really think I found something perfect. That is great. This is a different thing. All I right. just want to see All if right. this like, shot in the dark. What do you want me dark. to type in? Rock and roll? No, royalty, royalty free hard rock. And just see if it could match. Okay. Copyright free hard rock music. Yeah. This is going to be more like wrestling intro music. I mean... Mind free. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. All right. All right. I'm in. Come see Chris Angel in the Freak Show here in Las Vegas, Nevada. You'll see things you've never seen before. Your wife will turn to you and say, "Oh, fuck." Freak Show. At this show, Chris Angel will make you disappear. That's right. He'll send you to the void, the magical void. That Harry Houdini tapped into when he was a boy. Freak show. <laughs> Come watch Chris Angel get punched in the stomach by a billion knives tonight in Las Vegas, Nevada. Harry Houdini opened a portal into the void. Freak show. And that's where Chris Angel's sending you in Las Vegas from December 12th to the 43rd of January. Freak show. <laughs> Think that your plane ticket has a family vacation only for Las Vegas, Nevada. But Chris Angel will send your whole fucking family to the ward. Freak show. Three minutes into a Chris Angel show and your whole fucking family's going to the void. Goodbye, family. Freak show. So, uh... Wave goodbye to your family at the Chris Angel <laughs> Freak Show. Freak, 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 freak show. <laughs> Dude, I enjoyed that a lot. It's so fun to, like, make fun of those. Because we grew up with those on TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come to the San Diego Civic Auditorium to see Monster Crusher, your favorite monster truck. This monster truck is going to fuck all the other trucks live at the San Diego Superdome. Come smell gas with your family and take an all expenses paid trip to the motherfucking board. These cars will be absolutely obliterated. Your family will be breathing in tiny shards of metal and glass, 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 glass.
Come smoke maximum plastics with your family. It's on everything you eat at the Stadium Superdome. Those are fun. It's the only show in town you leave from the, the highest decks of the Superdome and say, how did I get oil underneath my fingernail? Your son will end up at the top of the Superdome. And you'll wonder, how the fuck did my son get to the top of the Superdome? He may never come down. Freak show. It's a freak show. <laughs> Your son's hanging off the blimp, but floating above the super dome. Dude, there were things that were a freak show when we were like growing up, yeah. and that was like there was a cool time. There was a time where freaks really had their day. Yeah, if there was like, there was a time, there was an age where if something on TV was like, "Come to the fucking Civic Auditorium for the freak show." That's right, Power Man Five Thousand is headlining the freak show. It's a concert venue where we're also going to be drinking. Freak show. <laughs> yeah, come gargle You'd be like, I want to go to Four Loco. Yeah. I want to do Four Loco with people who have Juggalo makeup on. Dude, you go to Freak Show 84? Fuck, I was actually at Freak Show. <laughs> Dude, Alice Cooper ate a whole car. Freak Show 84? <laughs> 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 so, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. You, so, okay. It was, it's an old movie. I get that. And the whole time I was like, just appreciate what it must have been, which is impossible for me because I was born 10 years after this movie came out, but I was watching it and I did want to be entertained by it. I was entertained by how funny some of the stuff yeah, was, yeah. but I was just like front to back. I was like, this isn't even a, like a movie. This is missing a lot of the things that make a movie a movie. Well, and I think that's like, like kind of what's a little unique about it is that it is like a weird, like you're almost like a voyeur. Because the format, there's not even a comforting format to it. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, you really are just along for the ride for these like poor kids that yeah. get just chopped up by these maniacs. Yeah. But like for the time when it came out, it was like, holy shit. Like, you can make movies like that? Yeah. That's kind of what I assume. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. you kind of have to, like, think about that. About how, like, it came out in 1973 or something. The Shining wasn't even until, like, 80s, right? 80s or late 70s? Yeah. Hey, Siri. When did The Shining come out? <laughs> Is Siri... Were you asking Siri not to nothing? You said the whole thing. Yeah. To nothing. Yeah. And then we didn't get an answer. And Kevin. Yeah, it was 1980 when The Shining came out. Okay. 1980. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah. And I think, like, you know, The Shining is, like, fucking incredible. That's, like, one of the best mm -hmm. horror movies of all time. It's a slow burn. Yeah, for sure. That's, like, a night. That's, like, a full night's activity. And you're not you going to watch not The be Shining. In the, no, don't be sleepy. You can't be sleepy for The Shining. No. Uh, cause it's a little bit of a, like, you have to like really give it, you have to give that movie. Yeah. You have to give yourself to You have to, to participate it. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like totally bonkers and yeah. weird and like fucked up. And Spielberg saw that movie 
and was like, that motherfucker, I want that motherfucker to direct a movie for me. Yeah. Like, I want him to direct a movie. And he got him to direct Poltergeist. Oh, that's cool. The the Texas Chainsaw yep. Massacre guy? Toby Hooper. Whoa, that's cool. I do, I do think it was cool. I didn't... Um, there was just... Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, and it's like, it's not... You know, it's it, just, it, it doesn't even matter what I think. It's not it a so pleasant movie. It's an uncomfortable movie. Yeah. And you're like not comfortable the whole time. Yeah. And I think that there's like a genre of movies like that, that some people are like, like, I just want to feel something in the movie theater. Yeah. And that's one of those movies that makes you so uncomfortable and like grossed out. And like, you never, there's nothing fun about that movie. No. Also some of that. Some of the choices are so wacky. Yeah, real strange. Like there's the use of raspberries. Yeah. In that movie is insane. Yeah. Everyone's blowing raspberries in that movie. Yeah. And I couldn't get last time I heard a raspberry, it was on my tummy <laughs> and I was a little baby. Yeah, it was almost like a fetish thing. Is that what it is? I don't know. Um, dog, you said something very interesting about watching The Shining and being like you a participant in it. Yeah. The the experience of watching The Shining with like other stuff going on or your phone or whatever, it's not. It, you could very easily think that movie is just like okay, whatever. I think you truly need to be like alone, preferably like alone for a while and in the dark, and like that's the only thing you're doing. I agree. Because once you start like putting yourself in like Jack's position, you that's when you're like, man, everything is fucked up. Right. And you really lose yourself in the movie. Like it's a good movie. It's structurally good to the point where if you, you only need to give it minimal attention. Mm -hmm. Like it's a movie theater movie. Yeah. You're supposed to sit in the dark and just eat your popcorn and just like, let the movie like happen. Right. And like, it should be experienced that way. Like if you have like a shining screening in your, town and they're like doing like a halloween shining screening you should totally go like get your friends by yourself or sure yeah get your friends that aren't gonna fucking talk the whole time i'm saying go by yourself or go by yourself dog yeah. imagine like going by yourself but like renting the theater so you could see it totally by yourself dude, that's what i mean i don't mean like go without next your friends. level shit yeah dude that would be so much fucking fun dude i remember that's what we do when we're rich we rent a building theater and we just pick a room and we watch the same movie at the same time. <laughs> but in our own theaters. Yeah. Yeah. That's so stupid. And we can't you, talk to each other till afterwards. Do you remember seeing a movie ever in your life alone in an empty theater? If not totally empty, like I've been in a movie theater with like one or two people in there. I saw Jason X alone. Because my buddy worked at a movie theater in like Simi Valley or something like that. I can't remember. Somewhere around Ventura in that part of California. And we and I would go hang out with him at the movie theater because I could go watch the movies. He would just let me sneak into the movies. Nice. And sometimes he would be like, I'm, he was like the projectionist. So he could like come down and watch the movie with me because mm. he was like technically supposed to watch the movie. Right. So, like, we saw, like, tons of fucking movies. So, I would, like, hang out there all the time. And, Dude, it's like, so funny if something happens and he has to, like... He's like, oh, shit! <laughs> like, yeah. This shit's on fire. Yeah, and it's, like, slowly burning the screen. Uh, but, like, uh, one time I was waiting for him to get off work and I was like, all right, I'm gonna fucking watch Jason X. You know what Jason X is. That's, That's like, like, when he goes to space. Yeah, the space one. <laughs> 
Which is like such a stupid movie, but it's so fun and awesome. How's he breathe? He's dead. Yeah. He doesn't need to breathe. It's fascinating. Which blows my mind. Because <laughs> he moves so fast. Yeah. It's like, how, how does he do without breathing? How does he go from walking to running and not breathe? But then he gets some kind of like super power or something. I can't remember what happens. It's like... He eats pizza. God, so Brett's listening to this or Chris McCaleb and he's like they so know pissed everything. off that I don't know this. Or is something. there lore? Is there like... Well, because everybody... Yeah, the Jason... The Friday the 13th movies are yeah. like highly regarded as like some of the best slasher... Lore. They invented the slasher genre and some, some would say. Maybe he gets fueled by the moon like periods. Ooh, interesting. He's like a werewolf, but instead of being like a wolf, he's like a maniac. Yeah, it's like a celestial thing. And that's why he went to space. Free, Free show. <laughs> I like Free Show too better. <laughs> um, I, uh... I have a friend. I was going to ask Kevin to remind me about this. But um, I have this friend who, like, I, uh, I've i known him for a while. And uh, he, he's been doing these, like, TikToks where he, like, goes to, like, wacky places. And, like, uh, goes, like, I'm here at the bubblegum factory. What and, does he do? And he just... He's not like a particularly wacky guy. Yeah. He's like a very handsome, like well-spoken, like host kind of like personality. Is he being wacky for that personality? Type? No, he's not wack. I well. Oh, he's just being himself. He's wacky in a different way. Okay. Than than myself. Unintentionally I would say. wacky. Well, he 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 has wackiness, but it's like more of like a professional wackiness. I wouldn't even classify him as as having a wackiness. How wacky is this guy? I would say if you watch his videos, you would get like, if we're going percentages, I'd be like, this guy is like 20% wacky. Dude, imagine fucking explaining every TikTok. Like instead of sending it to someone, you have There's to There's a whole it. setup. So okay, this guy's like a little wacky. This dude's like seven wacky. You wouldn't think he's wacky. And he points at the nuts that he has. Um, but like we um he just goes to like weird shit and goes like I'm here at this weird thing. I'm at this bar where they serve you like bubblegum cereal in in uh alcohol glasses. Tight. I'm in. Right? And it's like fun LA like experiences. And, uh, and I, when I talk about him to my friends, I am all, like, we, we love him. He's a great guy. He's, so, he's like, you can't not like him. He's a really sweet guy. Like Gunnarola. You ever see Gunnarola? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's great. I, and, and he's a sweetheart in real life too, yeah. which you love. Can't dance made $5. No, but handsome. Yes. And that's all it takes in the YouTube world. That's honestly. all. You got to be handsome. You got to have a good voice. Yes. You got to articulate. Yes. And you got to be a little wacky. And I think there's a big percentage of handsome in there. Yeah. Anyway, so when I talk about this friend who I love and I, and I, okay, well, anyway, I love this guy. He's great. But when I talk about the content he makes, it's like very much like. I'm here at like an everything's edible funeral home <laughs> in LA. It's like LA has all sorts of bonkers shit like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And you know that's like not even far away from a real thing that could exist. No, if you told me that existed, I would not be. <laughs> right, I right. wouldn't be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like I went to an animatronic waitress cat bar. Where the all the waitresses are robots and there's cats everywhere. And the cats run it. The cat <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's called Cats Meow. One more time? Cats me outside. Me <laughs> about that. Yes, me about that. Dude, I like that. So, like, and I, like, love to make up ones. Like, I'm here in an upside-down, zero-oxygen bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> like, only in L.A. Yeah. And last night, we went to um, this 4DX. Have we talked about 4DX? Yes. You, have you done one? No. It's... I want to take you to one. Is there a... Uh, is there a less me thing that you could think no, of? No, but like I can't imagine it wouldn't be really fun for I'm people sure it to would be hear fun. about. And you could like me, I don't know. Like I don't want to be your dad and be like, you could put that in your comedy. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> put it in your sketch. Why don't you put that in your comedy thing? Put that in your bit. You could do a bit about. You it. could do a whole comedy about that. <laughs> it's just the least relatable shit. Totally, but. <laughs> like I will give you like come with me like they the 40x people like reached out to me which is funny because so you pay for it and yeah. I get snacks or, and if I spill yes. the snack you have to pay for a new snack yes but not only that like I'll even sweeten it for you even more you You'll ready sweeten the snacks with sugar I'll put sugar on everything oh, hot dogs yes sugar finally pop hey dude finally with the hot dogs sugar pop with butter <laughs> Sugar pop. Sugar pop with butter. Put it on your burger. <laughs> eat it in the movie theater. You're gonna die. Sugar pop with butter. Eat it till you're dead. Eat it with your family and you eat it in bed. 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 What a weird advertisement. Eat it in bed. Well, we have to do, you know, the sponsors are the sponsors. If you want to get paid, you got to say what it says on the paper. Um, Let me sweeten the deal for you. You Uh can. So just give me like two hours of your time and you can leave at any moment. That's a trick question because you can't get out of the chairs because they're being rocket chairs. Well, honestly, it is kind of interesting because... I leave in the middle. I some shatter of, my dude, ankle. Dude, <laughs> truly, some of them are like intense as fuck. Yeah. And I like, you know, I gotta be dude, honest, I man. See, like, I'm just being honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dude. Your honesty makes me more comfortable with it. And and like there are times where I will outright refuse it. Yeah. And, like, certainly under the circumstance of I've never seen this movie. Yeah. I don't want to see a movie for the first time like that. I want to see Garden State in 40X. What it is is, like, someone programs the seats to move it, along with the movie. And sometimes it's, like, really immersive and good. And sometimes it's, like, what is happening? I want to see Showgirls. And I want to see the part where Dude, she's fucking in the pool like a dolphin. I, oh my god, and the seats are just like, and there's water spraying. Dude, they spray water at you? Oh, 
But you're dog. You're eating popcorn. I'm killing it. (laughs) You're eating popcorn and machine water comes at you from a pipe. Public machine water. Well, can I tell you this? And this is not a lie at all. This is not a fabrication. Eat it in bed. Some of them, the the water machine doesn't even work, and there's no water. Good, but does it try? It, do you no. hear? Like, I mean, maybe and it just kind of spritz on the ground. Yeah, there's like a big. There's a, it drops. There's a different color spot on the carpet <laughs> that's like that big. Oh, it's carpet. <laughs> oh, they spray water in its carpet, so it has to smell good in there. I don't want to make this the worst experience of your life. Does it smell I, bad in there when you walk in? Are you like, Here, here's the 40X theater. Kevin says no. So anyway, I went to one last <laughs> night. I was invited to, I was invited. Yeah. It was the nightmare before Christmas, 30th anniversary. Starring the mayor. Freak show. And it was a 3D Screening cool. in 4DX cool. of Nightmare Before Christmas. That's like 7D. 4DX? Well, 40, that's the thing. <laughs> They're not always. 4DX uh, is not always 3D. Why do they call it that? So they're skipping a D, which is kind of yeah. what ruins it. You're skipping think, a whole D. I think what they get away with is, is that you're moving, so you're like in all the dimensions there, and then they're like shooting water and they there's have like fog. 3D. That's the 3D? shooting water yeah the 3d is like there's fog and shit usually but sometimes they are 3d movies Uh and you know it's not 40x's fault they just make less 3d movies these days and nightmare before christmas was already a 3d movie from a while ago they from the jump back in the day but uh so it's the 30th anniversary and so it was 3d 40x and i was like okay i gotta fucking do this shit like that sounds and i love that movie and i've seen it a billion times yeah Uh So I'm not worried about it ruining my experience because I'm already love, uh, Rocket League at the moment. Oh wow! Oh yeah, Jesse was telling me. Yeah, I don't there's know. like yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas shit. Yeah, and fucking Jack Skellington's coming to Fortnite. Whoa, what the f? Jack Skellington Jack with a gun. Jack Skellington, dude, and you can make him the Santa one. Oh, not with the hangy beard. Yeah, yeah, I love to and see and the it. hat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's gonna have an AK-47 blasting. Dude, was there just fucking one of those movies? Yeah, yeah. dude. That's so awesome. Matt and I were talking about that. To make one thing and make so much money off of one thing. Fuck, that's and, cool. Like Cloverfield. I will say that Nightmare Before Christmas became oversaturated in the, like, product market. Oh, that's all Hot Topic was. That right. was the Nightmare Before Christmas store. But they never, like blew the brand out of control and did like cartoons and more movies and sequels Uh and straight to video like trash yeah um that's so surprising i think it's because there's like a stipulation to not like make sequels in like whoever's contract maybe it's tim burton's maybe it's jack skellington's contract maybe it's jack skellington's contract that's an ironclad contract that could have been the sequel title it's just him in the negotiating room. Yeah. And it's all beautiful claymation and shit. Here's my contract. And then the end. <laughs> His bones clattering. <laughs> so anyway, um, so the reason why I brought all this up is because my friend who does those TikToks was there. And I was like, we were just laughing about shit. And I was like, dude, I got to tell you. And I was like, I told them about how I tell when I tell people about him. 
that I say he's this guy that's on TikTok that goes to like, I'm at a bird restaurant. <laughs> 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 and I was like telling him all these examples and cracking up and he was like <laughs> oh yes dude. yes yes dude that's the best oh man that's the that's the best he love reaction it. that's the best reaction but I was Fuck. like you gotta love that Is because that that's nice exactly what you're nice. doing yeah yeah but um uh, Maybe they don't want to be known as that or something. These this the, the <laughs> self awareness level. You can't predict somebody's self awareness level, no matter how That's like true. exposed That's they true. are. You know that, and that kind of tracks a little bit. And that is incredible it was so funny dude. you know why that's incredible i think you know why i love that shit so much it's because you can't fake that shit you can't like you could fake like being nice or like you could get good at something but your self-awareness level is like that is like such a human oh yeah thing. it's like experiencing such a, a authentic thing right and you're right because it's like, especially when it's someone that you're not like super close with yeah you don't really know how self-aware they are like watching somebody else see you differently than you see yourself yeah is such a funny thing for a human being to be faced that's what separates us from all other things it's funny though because like i've known this guy for like quite a while and like so you know like with like the whole vibe is known yeah. That like I'm a wacky boy and I do like, yeah, this is what you are in a funny way. So it's not like a surprise or anything. I I just think he didn't really like it. Did anyone ever do that to you in your YouTube career? That made me feel the way that I made him feel? Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh All without you knowing it? Like, did anyone ever say yeah, anything like to you that was, like, surprising? Be, yeah, they weren't trying to be, like, a dick or anything, but they would say something. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, is that how you see Well, because someone would come up to me and be like, oh, man, I really hated you at first. Mm-hmm. When you first were on SourceFed. Which is, like, crazy to say to somebody. Yeah, but it's, that is, I've said, <laughs> I have close friends who I would say that to. <clears throat> like, my friend. Um, well, yeah, but, but that's someone you want to be friends with. And, like. Right. Oh, they're saying yeah, but there's like a fan. Did you have, oh, <laughs> I'm saying like a fan. I've had a fan come up to me at some event or something and go like, "I fucking hated you." Isn't it a fun story to <laughs> to see how you got over the hump though? Oh yeah, yeah. It's just there's that moment where you're like, <laughs> okay, and then they're yeah. like, but now I'm like way all about you and shit, and you're like, all right. But like initially, you get that feeling of like I'm not with you on that, dude. I I get that at shows all the time. Like if somebody comes with their their partner. They're usually like, uh, I didn't know who you were. Right. Like, and if I talk to them on stage, they're like, I don't know who you are. Right. And which is great because you get a fresh slate with somebody and then they'll come up to me afterwards and be like, that was awesome. We're, we're both fans. Dude, that's awesome. I so love hearing that the honest story about how you didn't like somebody at first, but here's how like you won me over or whatever. Right. Right. That right. is also on the same level of like interesting. As, as like, I wasn't sure. Thing. Like I yeah. brought my friend and yeah. or my, like my friend wasn't sure or whatever. Like when people, like when I was making videos in Connecticut, I wasn't around any other like influencer people ever. Right. Like it wouldn't be until like playlist live where I would be around anyone who made videos for the internet. Right. At all. Right. And you think about it living here. It's like, 
That's why literally everyone, even if you don't give a shit, makes videos of themselves on their phone or whatever, you know? So I remember going to those things and being like, oh, you're like the the walking, like, it'll be okay guy. And I was like, oh, okay. And but you're like, <laughs> but I'm not just that. Right, but you know that. Right. They see you for right, three right. minutes at a time, whatever. Yeah, you kind of have to learn so that. But it's so interesting, yeah. like literally not growing up around anyone else who even tried to do that stuff and then going somewhere else. And then thousands of people are like, you're the guy who is, right. does this. I saw you on that thing and you were that. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, you're that guy. You're that guy. And I'm like, well. Dude, people come out, people pay money for tickets based on you're that guy. Right, right. That I remember oh, that's the coffee thing. machine guy. Let's go see what he's doing. We have to go see the coffee machine guy at the Irvine I'm not Improv. the coffee machine guy. I haven't been for like nine years or something. How's that guy different? I guess not much, but I wouldn't want to be defined as that. I don't think you are. I'm not. Yeah, I hope not. I think to some people I might be. Yeah, but that's okay. Who gives a fuck about that, dude? Always funny. It's it gets being recognized from SourceFed gets funnier as I get older. I know. Like, it's like oh, right how do you after remember it, that? right after it ended, dude. Like a year or two after it ended, I was like, don't, whatever. I do right. other stuff. Impossible for people. To know, yeah, because they would have to follow all the splinters that happen. Yeah, so so selfish and egotistical, but I didn't want it. Like three years after it happened, I didn't want to hear about. Oh it. sure, yeah, because you're kind of like you know, it's just the only thing people like say to you. Yeah, like I'm working so hard to do so many other things, but they don't yeah. see that like they saw the other thing. Like you know, and this isn't a like well is me like I no, no, no. you know it's just a perspective on that like world. Yeah, you know? and it's like I've had people yell "source fed" at me. <laughs> "source fed." I'd be I'm like trying to eat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was a like, thing, and I was kind of part of that. Yeah, yeah. The older, uh, the older I get, and the older the people get, it's always very, very nice. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, I watched that every day of high school, but I, I fell off at one point." They're respectful whatever. people now. They're yeah, not nice. like horrifying trolls behind their computer screens. <laughs> they went out in the world and had to be adults, and then they're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and then and and then they come up to you and go like, "Hey, I learned a lot of things in my life." Nice to meet you. Yeah, it has nothing to do with anything no, that you've n- done. No, not at all. Hi, my name's Jeff. I've learned a lot. Hey, I'm a healthy human. I'm not a <laughs> troll on the internet. Dude, I've been fucking Congrats. destroyed. By what? By mosquitoes. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. It might have been in that dirty fucking alley we were in. Did you get some? Oh, you got alley mosquitoes? I don't know if it could have been. They're just in your area. Yeah, yeah, Did you get any? I don't think so. We shot a fun thing in an alley all day yesterday. We got the cops called on us. We got the cops called on us, but it was a very pleasant experience. Such a bummer to be um, late 30s, early 40s, and to get the cops called on I know. for having fun. It kind of feels like <laughs> you're great. a kid again. Yeah. Like, dude, all I know is like going to the park to shoot something or going to a school like when we were like kids yeah. to film like a school scene. And having like some security guard or some asshole Always. go like, you can't film here. Yeah, yeah. That was so the we... good part about being in Connecticut. It's like no, <laughs> no one, one gave it. Dude, you're right. You're right. It's <laughs> such a California. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, the city makes money off of so that, their permits right? and shit. Yeah. yeah. But there used to be a hack, like when we were like younger, to say that we were film students. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, that's and what, that was good. That in New York. Plea. 
That's what I was totally yeah. defaulting already. Yeah. I was like, this guy's college. college. Yeah. We're we're helping him make. We're a hanging out with this kid. Yeah, we're, it's not weird. We're hanging out with this kid in his alley. We are perverts, but we're his uncle, and we're not. Family we're, perverts. We're not doing the pervert shit today. We're filming with Kevin. Well, we don't do pervert shit with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Let's start over. We're doing a student film. <laughs> but yeah, like I remember those days and those were pretty normal and things. But anyway, we shot a thing yesterday. And for those so of much, you we had such a good time. that are patrons of the Dynamic Banter Patreon... Might see a special thing real soon, um, but uh, we—I got destroyed by mosquitoes in that alley. alley my mosquitoes. like ankle, my leg. Are you okay? I'm dying. Well, the unfortunate thing, and this is truly unfortunate, freak show is that it's 92 degrees yeah. and yeah. it's the middle of October. Yeah. So you have to wear shorts. Or short and we just shirt. had that tropical storm that, like, apparently is the reason for the uptick in like mosquito. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. That but tropical storm really fucked a lot of bugs into our ecosystem. It really did. We got like more spiders than normal because we have more mosquitoes than normal. It so made so. all the spiders gay. Mm-hmm. The rain, seeing so many rainbows, made all the spiders gay. And it has a really insane. It, it does have an effect on the ecosystem. That these spiders are gay now. And that's not to say we're not happy for them, but it is fucking our shit up. I mean, you know, maybe it's time for a change. How has spiders being gay affected your life, Kevin? There's just more of them. And they're everywhere. There's more. And they're just everywhere. (laughs) There's more than you're used to seeing. They're just more comfortable to go around and be out. Since they came out, I They're saw a little tiny parade in my alley with spiders. Spiders, spiders, yeah, hmm. and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was fun. Full size Gloria saying... Estefan was playing at the spider pride Can you imagine parade. Hearing like a tiny, <laughs> and there's just spiders like little, little, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, little tiny steel drums made out of like bottle caps and stuff. That's a lot of fun. Make a movie about that. That's a one movie franchise. The spider movie where they're like tiny spider. They're gay, gay spiders. spiders. Let's spider. let's pitch it to Pixar. Yeah, gay spider. It's called gay spiders. Oh, here's how that meeting goes. Here's how that meeting, dude. I'm yeah, the executive. Yeah. You pitch me the meeting. Okay. Hey, thanks hey, for Steve. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Great to meet you. I've heard nothing but good things. Thank I haven't you. heard the idea yet, but your management team is highly respected, and I'm ready to hear anything you Thank have to Thank you so out. much. And I'm here with my uh, writing partner, Mike Falzone. He awesome, me. Mike. You're so handsome, and I would suck your dick if I was a woman. And uh, he helped uh, uh, write the project also. Awesome. So, obviously, I'm pressed for time. So, what is the idea? Well, I think it sells itself based on the title, as a matter of fact. Okay, let's hear the title. If I can just throw it at you. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? (laughs) I think we're all sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a joke. Anyway, so here's the title. Yeah. Gay Spiders. This is this meeting is over. Oh, was that Thank quick? Thank you for huh? coming in. Was Gwen, that quick? Can we get their parking validated was, and never waste my time with shit like this? Was that quick? Right? 
And they love Gloria Stefan. You didn't even let me finish. <laughs> Dude, you're outside Wait the a door. minute. Come back in. What Wait. did you say? I'm sorry. Did you I'm say sorry? <laughs> Did I just hear you say Gloria Estefan? Now, are we talking little Gloria Stefan or full size Gloria Stefan? We're talking spider sized Gloria Stefan. Step back in the office. Okay. Take your penis out of your pants. And I knew that would work. Step back into my office and take your penis out of your Step pants. Step into my office if you have your penis out of your pants. Step back and forth in and out of my office. <laughs> step. Take a step back. Can I, uh, can I, uh, what? Yeah. what we have to do? do ads. Let's do ads. And then we'll can you right after. Yeah. How about that? Also, there's a funny thing. This episode comes out on the 20th. Yeah. That's the day that Ringo doesn't want no more fan mail. That's the day? Until Wait, the this 20th. whole time? What do you mean, like the anniversary of it? Well, he says no more fan mail after the 20th of October. Wait. 2023? But he was talking about 2023? Oh, uh, oh it's the anniversary. Oh, it, anniversary. I said anniversary. He said he it. Said God it. damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> Siri. Obviously, it's not How many liters in a gallon? Freak show. This episode comes out on the anniversary of that. Nice. We should talk a little bit about it, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Who's pissing into a crick? Don't piss into my crick. Who came into my <laughs> shop and pissed in my crick? Dude, I love people saying crick. Dude. I know. Yeah, crick is so funny. <laughs> well, I meet you down by the crick and I show you thing or two. I am the blind fuck. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank all of uh, the sponsors, HeadGum, Leah, Josh, Josh, Fortnite, Fortnite, I want to thank Fortnite, Mike, I want to thank you. Thank you, Steve, as well. Fortnite. And I want to thank HelloFresh, Mamma Mia, ay ay ay. now I'm hungry. Mamma Mia. Uh, now I'll tell you. Sometimes with so many, uh, you know, jam-packed fall days, you got all these holidays happening all in the same season, and you're busy, boy. And I'll tell you what, HelloFresh makes whipping up a home-cooked dinner actually doable. Love that. Quick and easy. We're talking quick and easy. Including options like 15-minute meals. Think Whoa, about wait that. wait a minute. What? That's less th- time than it takes to get delivery. Think about it. And with everything pre-portioned and delivered right to your door every week, it really is a no-brainer. Isn't it, Mike? Yes, it's absolutely a no-brainer. And, 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 
can turn to HelloFresh Market for yummy add-ons and enjoy the season's limited-time fall flavor lineup. You can feast on desserts like apple cider cake Whoa, with caramel sauce. What? Apple cider cake? Apple cider cake. Ain't nothing more fall than that apple cider cake. Damn. How does that feel, Kevin? Apple cider cake. Mmm. With caramel sauce. Mm. You have room? Or please a crowd with appetizers like the barbecue pulled pork nachos. What the hell? Yeah, okay, HelloFresh, stepping up your game. <laughs> and don't forget the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Unbelievable the things you're saying right now. Unbelievable. Doesn't this sound like it's perfect for a me time treat? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't want to share any of these with anybody else. I want to eat them by myself. And we on the show, we're talking about MTT all the time. A me time treat. No, 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 no. So, guys, I'll tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's a limit for sure, but with HelloFresh, I don't know where it is, to be quite honest. Because I've made these meals myself, and they're very easy, and they're very delicious. And all of my friends who use HelloFresh absolutely love it and can't stop talking about it every time they make a meal or something. It's like a topic of conversation yeah, in well, our real lives. A lot of times you can't believe that something this good came from you. Yes. You know? I know. It's like, whoa, when did you become a world-class chef? But you did it. You spent 15 minutes no. top to bottom. And then you made this restaurant quality thing. And I'll tell you, you're going to feel like a world-class chef. So you can even wear the hat. Why don't you go to HelloFresh.com slash 50banter. This is a new promo code, guys. Whoa. 50banter. HelloFresh.com slash 50banter. And use code 50banter for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50banter. And use that code 50BANTER for 50% off, plus free shipping. Thank you, HelloFresh! I'm sorry, I thought we had this mice problem sewn up. Give me one second to get this cartoon cat out of this cartoon mouse's house. Aw, don't rush him, I like it! They slipped on the banana peel. Whoa, watch out, buddy. You're going to um, bonk, bonk your head. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> he did Told tell you. them, dude. Harry's. Told you. Mamma mia. Harry's. Freak show. Guys, Harry's. The Let's official razor of the freak show. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, absolutely tonight's absolute Thunderdome <laughs> rocket show is brought to you by Harry's Freak Show. (laughs) Guys, there is a subscription for everything these days. From artisan jerky to all those streaming subscriptions, it feels like we've lost their real value, saving time and money. Subscriptions really only make sense for stuff that you use all the time on the same cadence, like razor blades. With Harry's, you get high-quality German-engineered blades right to your door. 
every order saves you money compared to that big brand most guys are used to buying. And you get them as low as $2 per blade at harrys.com slash banter. I use Harry's on the regular. It's a blade I trust on my face, and you know there's few. And Harry's has quite an option uh, for creams, washes, and lotions that keep your skin healthy and hydrated while you put a blade to your skin. And they feel real nice. Ooh, it's a smooth shave every time. Ooh, it feels good on my face. Ooh, I'm going to have a kiss from it. And the blades are made in their own factory in Germany, and they stay sharp. Guys who've tried it say, and we've said this, their eighth shave is as sharp as their first. Whoa. Ain't no blade getting dull up in here. Ain't no blade getting dull. Ain't no blade. And Harry's has the highest customer service satisfaction in the shaving industry, and they're still offering a no-risk trial. If you don't like your shave, no worries. It's on them. You can cancel your subscription anytime. Maybe bye. So get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash banter. That's harrys.com slash banter. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash banter for the $3 trial set. Boom. And that's all she wrote. Dude, I feel like half the instruments in this song are explosions. I want my track to sound like explosions. I want to sound like Fires playing the guitar. All right, Mike, I'm curious about what you were going to ask before we went into the ads. Um, so I wanted to be extra comfortable today, so I'm, I'm dressed like this. I'm dressed very earthy. And flowy clothes. <laughs> this is about what happened before yeah. the show. <laughs> what? What happened? Oh, oh, oh! Because you were like, I just had a late night. You matched it with the grass, right. and you were kneeled down, and a dog came oh, by, Lord. and you oh, like yeah. sat up, and it went like the bush is alive. <laughs> <laughs> a dog did think I was a bush. He thought you and came I warned to him life. right on time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no bush I've ever seen has said "nice day, puppy dog." No way, or has like a cigarette or whatever. Or a, <laughs> or a joint. Yeah, this bush is on fire, like in the Bible. That's <laughs> the dog was religious. It thought it saw a burning bush. Yeah, I really think that dog. Burning bush. But he was such a cute dog. Anyway, um, I'm very comfortable, and I, I look like Earth today because I had a late night last night, and so I threw on this hat, this brown hat, and this green hoodie. And I, I was thinking about uh, these glasses. I was like, who is this guy? Right? Oh, no. And I think this guy is like um, just ancillary barroom character one episode in like Yellowstone. Yeah. And I think that's who I... <laughs> we were talking about our aspirations in Hollywood. Yes. About how we really don't give a shit about acting. Yeah. But I would like to make a strong campaign for like, you... put me in one episode of something where I'm in the bar as this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my audition. So you're the casting director. Okay. okay. And I just have the smallest fucking part. Okay. In a bar. So uh, we're going to. So, you look great, by the way. Great Thank look. You. Yeah. It's good. Thank you for the we're, opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. You look great. Um, so <clears throat> we just have a couple of sides. You have them down already? Yeah, I have them down. We're I have all the lines okay. memorized. You're I'm off book? Off, okay, off great. <laughs> great. Perfect. Um, so basically, what we're doing here is you're sitting in the bar. Yeah. 
and you got one line. Yeah, you've and got I'm it. I'm gonna nail it. <laughs> and uh, you're basically just kind of mysterious. Yeah, okay. But you're not distracting. Sure. All so right. I'm, just kinda, I'm at the bar. You're just comfortable. You're a guy that goes in this bar all the time. I'm just a guy at the bar. You're a guy at the bar who goes to this bar all the time. At the bar. Okay. Are you ready? You tell me when to go. You comfortable? Yeah, I'm so comfortable. And quite frankly, I'm ready for the opportunity in my life. Well, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. That's great to hear. Uh-huh. Do you need any water but not too or anything much. like that? I'm just a guy at the bar today. You're just a guy. That's right. So you much need more water. than that. You don't need water or anything? No, no, no. I'm okay. I'll, I'm going to pantomime my beer. All right. Well, That's you go choice. ahead and slate for us, please. And okay. Start. Mike Falzone, um, six foot eight, uh, actor. Management company. Good to go whenever? Yeah, right after that. Yep. <clears throat> I'd get out of here if I was you. You got the job. Thank you so much. It's perfect. <laughs> you so much. You're the guy. You're our guy. <laughs> I'd get out of here if I was you. Wait, do it again? Mm, we'll call you. Just one. That I think first I can one was perfect. Just, just pretend I just did, did the first one. You did the first one? Yeah. Can you do the first one again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Give it a shot. Mike Falzone? So, you don't have to reslate. No. We got you. I'd get out of here if I was you. <laughs> All right. We'll call you. Dude, the, the, <laughs> the crick just registered again. <laughs> And I was like, man. We're in the crick, dude. <laughs> the auditions are held down by the crick. Dude, what if there was a podcast called The Crick? <laughs> That's kind of the dream. And you just, it's just a crick. That's our next one. The crick. This one's done. The crick. <laughs> I mean. It's just no sounds other than the crick. You just, we just us talk talking. by the crick. No anything else. There's a mic in the crick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure to mic the crick. And we're always barefoot. Uh, History Road? Yeah. Oh, can we do something else real quick before yeah. History Road? Yeah. We talked briefly about it. We have a friend that we'll introduce to the show at some point. His name is Nick Hamilton. And he's oh, yeah. an, an alcohol influencer. And we thought it would be funny to come up with a drink and just see if he's heard of it. Yeah. And the drink is... Doctor's Orders. Uh, it's Dr. Pepper and Whiskey. <laughs> And it's called Doctor's Orders, and it's named after a man named Doctor Zorders. Zorders. Z O R D E R. Z O R D E R. Zorders. Zorders. S. Hello. Nick Hamilton, you're on Dynamic Banter. Yes. How are? You? And he's gone. It would have been nice. It would have been. I think you accidentally turned me up, and now I turned you up so we could get a little more Nick in there. But that's all right. We're I'll going. I'll bring Nick to the front. He does that shit again. Hello, Nick. There must have been a problem with the satellite dish. You're on dynamic banter. That old satellite dish. It always does that. Nick, uh, how freak. are you today? I'm great, Mike. How are you? I'm really great. I'm here with Steve and Kevin from hey. Dynamic Banter. Hello, Steve and Kevin from Dynamic Banter. How are you, Nick? I'm good, Steve. Wonderful. Um, Nick, we wanted to talk to you, if that's all right. I know you're busy being on strike. Uh-huh. 
but yeah. we wanted to talk to you about um, our new discovery in the world of vibrations. Okay. And we, sp- spirits. We discovered a drink. We discovered a drink and, and we wanted to hear if you've heard of it. I would like to hear what you're talking about. Mm. Have you ever heard of the drink, the doctor's orders? No, I haven't. It is, it's been around for a long time and I'm surprised you haven't heard of it because you're so into dibations. It is Dr. Pepper and whiskey. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That sounds delicious. And it's called Doctor's Orders. Doctor's Orders. Is there any kind of just like a squeeze of lemon or anything? No. No, it's just the two things that I said. I feel like a squeeze of lemon would do quite nicely. You would add a squeeze of lemon to the Doctor's Orders? I would, because I like a Dr. Pepper with a limo. Can you make a doctor's orders on your TikTok show? Ooh. Are you going to be in it? No. Well, you can say that it was a dynamic banter Yeah, inspired thing. Don't try and get free Rocket League. Have you ever come on our show and said, I have a song coming out? Well, that's not free. I'm using my labor there. I'm paying with my appearance. All I'm saying is make a TikTok show about doctor's orders. Doctor's orders, Rocket League. Nick isn't a two-way guy. Nick's kind of a one-way guy. Nick's looking out for Nick. (laughs) Nick's out there looking out for Nick. He's not going to do the doctor's orders thing, I don't think. You gonna look out for yourself? You gotta be. Forgive me for not wanting to pitch you drink. I'm looking out. It's like someone in his life told him that. Some teacher looked him in the eyes. Nicholas. Nicholas. Nicholas <laughs> you're gonna have to look out, especially when you go to America. <laughs> They're all trying to take advantage of you, and you're gonna have to be looking out for yourself. Yourself. Hmm? Make sure you be looking out. Be yourself. I would like to remind everybody that on the 3rd of November, that's when the Surrounded Show makes its uh, return back to the Hollywood Improv in the lab. Also, on the 7th, um, I'll be doing the New York Comedy Festival, doing Surrounded in New York City at The Stand. And you could buy tickets for that um, absolutely whenever you want. Also, the night before History. that, I'll be at the Delancey. So those are my shows. I'm ready for history. And I hope that you are too. Let's hear what the audience has to say. I don't give Mike, yeah. What about an Italian ghost story? Ooh, I'd love it. Let's have a little Italian mandolina. I'm back in my recording studio days. <laughs> That's how I used to do it. 
Good morning, Hornbill and the boys. It is a Mackenzie, long time listener, the third time he wrote her from the great white north, yada yada yada, and such and such. This is that music from TikTok. Is that? Yeah, it's like one of those, like, hey, we're just making Italian Yeah, This pizza. is like, it was 1927. Yeah. She walked in the bar, and my life was never the same. My dad was a made man, and so, of course, I was a made man. We walked around the streets of Sicily like we owned the place. Me and Frankie 14 times. We called him that because he killed a guy 14 times. He kept coming back from the dead. I think he had a spell on him. It was kind of like a weekend at Bernie's type situation. We call that guy Dead Lou. And uh, Frankie 14 times always says, Hey, I'm going to get you 15 times. And that's our story. I saw this novel cover on my timeline, and I thought you boys would get a kick out of pitching your own Italian ghost story. Oh, we have to do work. Oh, we do it. I have also attached my own Italian ghost story below. Chalk full of scary pasta. Oh, I see. Okay. Is this going to be racist eventually? Yes. Is this one of those things where it's like you change certain words in the story to be stereotypical Italian Let's words? Let's find out. Four friends, Lisa, Sarah, Mark, and Chris, gathered in an old, dimly lit Italian villa, eager to hold a seance and connect with the spirit world. They light candles and arrange in a circle of pasta, spaghetti, fettuccine, and penne, hoping to channel any spirits drawn to their Italian feast. As they joined hands and began chanting, the room grew cold, and a strange aroma filled the air. It was sauce. Somebody was making sauce to go with all the pasta. It was Mama Fratelli's sauce. The pasta on the table started to twist and turn, forming eerie shapes. <laughs> that is kind of what it would sound like. Suddenly, a spectral figure emerged, draped in a white sheet. It was a Luigi, an Italian ghost who had a passion for pasta during his <laughs> earthly days. Luigi liked pasta. Who disturbs my eternal pasta party? Luigi moaned, his voice echoing through the room. Very good. The four friends, stunned and bewildered, tried to communicate with Luigi. They quickly realized that speaking to him was no simple task. Because the words go right through a ghost. Luigi's responses were cryptic, and he communicated through riddles, all related to pasta. <laughs> Dude, am I wrong to be hating this? I hate it. <laughs> I crave the I crave the warmth of a lasagna's layers, Luigi whispered as ravioli shells levitated around him. Am I wrong? <laughs> so she okay, so this person saw this picture. There was a thing that we missed in the contact. <laughs> Because it says, I saw this novel cover on my timeline. I thought you boys would get a kick out of pitching your own Italian ghost story. Because 
they saw a picture. You know those, like, they're always funny. They're like, someone makes a fake, like, book. And it says, like, Italian ghost story. Or it'll say, like, this this skeleton fucked my dad. Yeah, uh-huh. And it'll have, like, a spooky skeleton from, like, a real novel from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one is, it looks like an old book, and it says, Four friends held a seance to speak to the dead, but they weren't expecting an Italian ghost. Yeah. And it says, yo, quit asking questions. I ain't no rat. <laughs> That's it, dude. You ladies the need one. the freaking Bible. <laughs> this fucking guy. Dude, that's the best version. And it, it says, even after death, he's still Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so she was saying, what is our version of that? Yeah, yeah. That's great. The back. The back of the book says, What the hell is all this witchcraft and candles and crap? I'm freaking dead like over <laughs> The witches were startled. They were summoning a ghost, not a gabagool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nonetheless, their seance was a success, and they asked the Italian ghost with a Jersey accent questions that could only be answered from beyond. Yo, ladies! I got no idea who likes ya. I'm a freaking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he had a point. How would a ghost know who has a crush on who, let alone an Italian ghost who died from only eating prosciutto for an entire year? I don't know your grandfather. There's a lot of people up here. <laughs> What am I supposed to know? Everybody up here. I just died. Who I die? Who died and made you think I know everybody? That's funny. So that paperback Paradise is the uh, the artist. My favorite a George Harrison song. Paperback Paradise. <laughs> Fun song that imagine writing that so song. So fun. That's fun. You watch that Get Back thing, right? The Disney Channel thing. Yeah, you watch both parts. Yeah, it's like watching The Shining six times. It is because <laughs> it's long as a motherfucker, and you see everything. I'd like to watch it again, like with without pandemic. Break. Well, I just started watching because I only ever watched the first half. I didn't watch the second half. Why? The when they break up. Spoiler. Yeah, it ends with George leaving the band, yeah. and I was like, fuck, I can't wait to do the second one, and I just, like, pushed it off and never got to it. That was and, so much fun. It's like, two years later. Yeah, so I finally sat with it, and I've, I'm, like, getting through it slowly, because it's not as good as the first part. The first part is, like, way more entertaining, and the second part, you're, like, just watching them, like, go through the process of writing the song and, like, constructing it. And if you're like a huge Beatles fan, it's like really fucking cool. But you're not done yet, right? No, not it gets, done yet. It gets better. I'm sure because yeah. it has to like culminate with the rooftop performance and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I'm really enjoying. Uh, I'm enjoying it because I love the Beatles. But it's like kind of it's not as fun as the first half of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you see, Kevin? What do you see? Mm-hmm. What is this? 
This? Yeah, the one I clicked already. Get some spooky music. Oh yeah, we're gonna need some spooky musics. I guess we're. When is the actual like Halloween episode? Next That's when we. It's next week. Okay. That's when we'll delve into the most of these like spooky history roads yeah. that people have been sending in. But you know, it is Halloween month. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're leading up to it. Freak. <laughs> Jose says horror experience almost died by possessed man after Christmas Eve party. Oh boy. Almost died by possessed man after Christmas Eve party. Part Three two. stories in one title. <laughs> it really is. Hi, Bungle Boys. My name is Jose, and I have a personal experience in which I almost was unalived oh, by nori. a possessed man. Oh, nori. A few years ago, I was living in Brazil in a small city, and I went to a Christmas Eve party with my friends. Brazil, Brazilian. After the party, my buddy and I decided to walk a friend of ours home because she lives alone in a dangerous neighborhood known for violence, dark magic, and the dealing of illicit substances. Don't go over there. They're doing dark magic. That's so interesting that they they made the sandwich of violence, dark magic, and then illicit substances. That's like when you're when you're buying condoms from CVS. Right. Yeah, exactly. Let's see here. You got laundry sheets, dryer sheets, uh, apple juice, and condoms. Got it. That's not a sandwich. You don't put the condoms at the end. Oh, 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 you were making the sandwich. Oh, okay. I figured in the buying condoms thing, it was just like random shit with You like sneak it in with stuff. That's right. I I forgot that's what we were doing. After we reached her house and dropped her off, we saw a man in visible pain sitting on a wooden bench outside of his house across the street asking for help. Punctuation. Being good boys, my buddy and I walked over and saw a man hunched over in pain with another man, apparently his father, coming out of the house asking us to leave. Uh Uh-oh. No clapping for that one. (laughs) <laughs> it's rare that I get surprised by my own <laughs> drops. What a nice surprise. <laughs> Not a moment too Not soon. yet, Christmas. You're next. <laughs> we were concerned for the man, so we didn't leave immediately. Instead, my buddy tried to calm the man in pain down while I spoke to his father. The man in pain says... That he's been using illicit substances and that he has some on him. (laughs) I ask how much. Just kidding. (laughs) I tried to explain to the father that they were only trying to help, but the father just kept saying that his son is crazy and that we should leave. Crazy for the devil. Crazy like a fox. You should see this guy on the dance floor. (laughs) You, the son cussed him out, saying that he never did anything for him. 
You never fucking did anything for me. Which is like a straight up, like, okay, this guy needs to go somewhere and, like, detox. This guy needs to go somewhere and think about his relationship with his father. The son then starts saying that <laughs> he feels like he has unalived people with the firearm he keeps under his mattress and that he needs help. Jesus. Oh, shit. This the is kid? Crazy. The son. The, guy, the son said that he's... He's a man, but yeah. He said that he... How tall? I'm waiting for the answer. So today we went to the grocery store, and of course, little Debbie was feeling a little rambunctious. So we were chasing her up and down the aisles. It was so cute. <laughs> that is what this it's is. It's like a reality Knocking show. things off the aisles. Yeah. And we almost got kicked out. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the last time we'll be back in Ralph's. That's like a reality show where the mom has 32 kids. And it's not interesting and they have to do everything they can to make it interesting. And like this scene is the kid running around the store. Hard to catch. Wow. Really cool. Dude. And then this music is them being like, and that's when I noticed my husband, John, wasn't having a good time. No, he was an alcoholic. I start to wonder if having 17 kids was a mistake. And then it cuts to John. He's like, well, I'm just like, I don't know. Why do we always talk about this? No, I didn't really want 32 kids. John's like, I miss playing cards with my friends. I miss, yeah. Exactly. I haven't seen a friend in years. I miss a room where other people aren't in it. I feel like we shouldn't have had 13 kids. <laughs> because I just feel like it kind of ruined our life. <laughs> this sounds like uh, House of the Rising Sun. So... This guy, this crazy, presumably crazy guy, is being accused of being crazy. He says he feels like he's, like, killed people with this Whoa. firearm that he keeps under his mattress. Oh, no. And that he needs help. And my buddy asks for the illicit substances that the man is holding, and he hands them over. My buddy hands me the substances, and I let them fall to the floor. Yeah, you don't want to get your F prints on them. I remember the rest so vividly, as if in slow motion. He follows the substance falling with his eyes until it hits the floor, rendering it tainted and unusable. Uh Uh-uh. When the substance hits the floor, he begins to contract his body. Who is that, Disturbed, saying that? Wow, this sounds like a nice Christmas track, doesn't it? And then the substances (laughs) hit the floor. And she walked in and right under the mistletoe. I've only seen it in movies before this. His eyes went blood red, his body contorted, and his fingernails started digging into the wooden bench, scraping off the wood. When he talked, it wasn't his voice, but a demonic voice. He looked at us and asked, do you know who I am? We said his name. The demon laughed at us and said, I'm going to kill you. He then turned towards his house, presumably to grab the gun under his bed. Before he could get inside, his dad got in front of him and held him in a bear hug and yelled, Run! We ran. We ran as fast as we could. I glanced back just long enough to see the thin man in pain throw his much larger man off of him with demonic strength. A few moments later, we heard gunshots. We didn't stop running until we got home. Violence is normal in that neighborhood, so it didn't create any waves, but we thanked our lucky stars to come out alive. Anyways, 
love the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Dude, what the fuck? My horror story road. I don't think that's what a horror story is. <laughs> I think you dropped a drug addict's drugs in the bad part of town. Yeah. And, and he, he killed somebody the about fuck it. Out. I don't think that's a <laughs> and then it and then His the demon. candelabra was cursed. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's like a real scary. You're in Brazil in the bad part of town. That's not a horror story. That's a crime story. That like and you did really almost die, it sounds like. That's like you ever see that horror movie Heat? <laughs> that horror movie Titanic? <laughs> You ever seen that horror movie, um, Ocean's Eleven? That horror movie, Die Hard. <laughs> Is Die Hard a horror movie or a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest debate of all. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Um, I kind of just wanted a short one here. Oh, here we go. Uh, Brayden says horror pod history road plus wedding shout out. Howdy partners. My favorite sunglasses brand. <laughs> Brady here. longtime listener. Second time rotor. Always honking. Always hungy. Thank you, Brady. So brave. Bravedy. Here's a short anecdote road. Yesterday I was taking a look through my podcast feed and I was surprised to see what I thought was a new episode of DB that had dropped on a Wednesday. Yippee, I thunk. The episode was called Jueres, Juecera, Juecera, The Bone Woman. <laughs> Not out of the realm. Of Not out of the realm. So the title checked out. After hitting play, <laughs> <laughs> this is DB. Uh, After hitting play on the first time ever on a Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> ever. <laughs> After hitting play, I realized it was actually an episode of the Dead Meat podcast, not Spawn, whose artwork shares a color scheme with y'alls. I was only slightly disappointed as I love James and Chelsea, and it is indeed spooky season. Nice. Congrats. Shout out James and Chelsea. As always, shout out to Derek, and congrats to Gabe, loves the show, and Kenny, hates the show on their fresh <laughs> marriage <laughs> from the void Brady. Wow. Thank you, Brady. Good to hear from you. All right. Oh, Let's close it out. Uh, once again, for the third time, thank you for indulging me this episode on the third of November. That's when there's uh, the next two sh surrounded shows in the lab at the Hollywood Improv. On the 6th, I'll be at the Delancey in New York for the New York Comedy Festival. And on the 7th is the next time we do Surrounded at the New York Comedy Festival at the Stand. Nice. That's I'd love tight. for you to care. Let me know if you want to care. Dude, I should shout out the, the community number again in case you want to be in the loop for uh, tickets when I'm coming to your area. Uh, you could text the number 818-722-8682. And when you go ahead and fill out your information, make sure um, you fill out your location. And then I'll text you when there's a show in your area. Oh, that's rad. I like that. Yeah. Um, I Someone mentioned that we haven't been playing this track. And I feel kind of bad about it because it's really cool. So I want to end the show mm -hmm. with the Goodbye History Road oh, theme. Absolutely. And so that we can have, so that people can I hear think we that too. track. All right, and here it goes. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>